This is Geek Loves Nerd, trying to find something in common since Episode number nine, brought to you the week of February 18th, 2008. Well, it's uh, episode nine. I know, we I can't believe nine. it's been that many. Uh, we got moved into our house. Yes, we did. On this week, actually, what we moved to uh, Tuesday and Wednesday and a little bit Thursday. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. We moved Tuesday and Wednesday because Thursday was move out day. And all you had to do on Thursday was go over and get a couple of things and clean. Yeah, a couple hundred things and clean. <laughs> Little tiny details. It was uh, it was the two coldest days of the week. Yeah. And the two sickest days for me and you. But it didn't rain. No, it didn't rain. I was just, you know, throwing in something <laughs> good. <laughs> <coughs> Man, <clears throat> I'm on the tail end of a sickness that... uh. You know, last episode we called sick day because we were so sick, but we're still still dealing with it. Tell the people about your cough and how horrible it's been. It's been awful. Every time I lay down, it's like I'm going to hack a lung out. Of she sounds like it. You sound like you're going to puke. Every that's time what cough. I feel like. Well, it's a combination of being congested and having reflux from being pregnant and then having this horrible cough from being sick and being congested from being sick. It's the worst cold ever. Man. But it's really made for some great complaining, hasn't it? Like you've you been care. Able, <laughs> you've been able to complain. The more I complain, so easily. the less you care. <laughs> it's not true. I care a lot. You, but all you say is, oh, you complain a lot. <laughs> That's not very caring. I care. I rubbed your shoulders last night, even though my carpal tunnel was bothering me. I Did you hear you, me complain at all? I told you not to do it if your carpal tunnel was bothering you. Oh, yeah. You were like, oh, stop. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's not my fault you have the wimpy disease. Oh, man. Yeah. Because I got it typing. Well, you shouldn't type so much. Oh, you're such a bad If there's person. anybody who should have had carpal tunnel from typing, it should be you. But that's not how I got it. No, it's not at all. So that shows that you didn't really, you're not... You don't have the wimpy disease. Thank you. Thank you for... Now I've offended all the carpal tunnel people. (laughs) The wimpy disease. (laughs) People who've suffered and had surgery for carpal tunnel will be emailing in people that loved you and thought you were the good one on the podcast. I'm sorry. Now I'll probably get struck with carpal tunnel. No, don't say that. Well, how can I? I don't type. (laughs) I do math and that's... I don't do... An hour a day is not really going to set me back. That 10 key. That 10 key will get you. You know, when I first started doing accounting, that my fingers ached from the tanky. Aww. Yeah. The wimpy disease. I didn't have carpal tunnel. I was only 21. Uh, speaking of diseases, you know what I found out this week? What? I found out that my father, my real dad, 
The mm-hmm. one who left us was New York Kids. Won't do it into a lot of details, but I found out this week <coughs> that he was bipolar. Mm-hmm. And now you are. <laughs> it explains so much. I'm not bipolar. But, but if I knew you were bipolar, I wouldn't have married you. That's I'm just not a- bipolar. Oh, okay. I'm depressed. I'm happy. I'm depressed. No, 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 no. Oh, that's manic depressive. That's the same thing. It's the same thing. They use them interchangeably. If you look up manic depressive on Google, you'll find a Wikipedia page about bipolarism. Mm -hmm. And there's different kinds, and there's all these different kinds. But um, I found out that 70% of of kids of these folks have just a tendency towards it and, and may suffer some minor symptoms may go through phases and that's exactly what i do i think you just have a weird personality oh well, thank you for your support talking about <laughs> supporting and caring i found out i have a disease in my family you don't you have it in your family <laughs> it's like saying but no i oh, do the, uh, there's there's heart problems in my family well there are that too well there's heart problems in pretty much everybody's family oh is that what you're trying to say I'm just trying to say... That's like saying there's dogs in everybody's family. There's not dogs in our family. There, thank God. But anyway, my point being that it explains some things. Because I do go through um, big, you know, not uh, not drastic sweeping, you know. I'm not suicidal or anything. But uh, I, I go through periods where I feel like I can take on the world and do anything. And then I go through periods where I feel like I can't do anything right and that everybody hates me. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. Pretty much all of 2007 was like that. Mostly the everybody hates me part of yeah. it. Yeah, And nobody, <laughs> you know, hates me, but I feel like I do. But see, what that does is, is if I know that that is a figment, that it's something I'm predisposed to. Mm-hmm. It For me, anyway, it doesn't become an excuse. Like, oh, oh, oh I can't help it. I'm just this way. I'm it, just bipolar. It actually empowers me because it's like, okay, now I know this is a lie. And this is something that my mind may be telling me, and so I can still go to work and function knowing... Because nobody really thinks that. That it's not true, exactly. You just think it in your mind. But I'm sure somebody could take that, in my situation, could take the information I gained this week and do exactly the opposite and say, oh, well, I'm I'm now going to sink and go ahead and give in Mm -hmm. and get some medication. But mine's, it's not a big drastic issue. It's just been something that's plagued me. I feel like I've gone through these cycles. And it helps because it's like, okay, no matter how good of a person I become, I'm never going to be able to change this part. So you don't have to feel like So I don't have to feel like I'm, yeah, like I'm broke. Mm-hmm. And um, it's good. It's like I have a tendency towards huge amounts of stress. Yes. I pretty much would stress about everything. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. We've been stressing for the last month to get in the house. We finally get in the house, and now you're stressed. Yeah, because I... We got in. The, I all the floors are in, carpet's in, everything's well, wonderful. Well, I stressed about every level of, of this. I just kept really quiet. I guess I was just gone so much working. It was a good thing for you. Yeah. I mean, I stressed about the concrete floor issue. Really? Oh, yeah, because they told me that one time that they couldn't do it until April. You know how much I stressed about everything? Like zero. Zero. I stressed about the flooring going in. I just stressed about our chores and flooring, the cost of the flooring, the color of the paint, the rails. Oh, my gosh. The cabinets. Why? Did it help anything? No, but I'm just telling you that I am predisposed to stress. (laughs) Which one of your parents do you think you got that from? Because your mom's not a stressor. 
She's pretty easy going. And your dad, he's kind of wired a little tight, but he's not somebody just to sit around and stress about things. I think it's my controlling nature. Ooh. Do, do expand a little bit there. Meaning what? I thought you were perfect. That's what you tell me. Oh, well, see, that's the problem <laughs> is I have you fooled too, but inside oh. there's there's a little, you know, a tendency towards a flaw, not an actual flaw. Oh, just, just a, just a, a tendency. Yeah, an inkling. <laughs> a little, a little illusion of a flaw. I really think the stressing means that I just care too much. Oh, about wow. our family, about our Man, life. And you, you, know? you should have never settled down. You should have gone on television and spun things for politicians. Oh my gosh! Should have been a lawyer. Did you say I settled down? I always thought I should have been a lawyer. I don't know why, but I always thought that. Yeah. Because people, you know, they have more respect for lawyers and accountants in a lot of ways. Really? I think because lawyers tend to make more money. No, lawyers <coughs> get made fun of and hated on. CPAs are like Canada. They're we know they're there, just nobody cares. Kind of neutral. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I don't really mind being like Canada. I always like Canada as a country. Yeah, I think they're cool. Canada's hat. I mean, America's hat up there yeah. just doing their thing, being all Icelandic. Mm-hmm. Really that's Irish, Irish people are doing that. But anyway, um, yeah, we're in the house, and it's great. Um, Jenna has been very cool. Yeah, she really likes That has really been the best the thing about moving this house is for the last, you know, few months we've been well we moved in with a friend for a while which was an awesome experience mm -hmm. um and then we moved in this apartment for seven six seven months or whatever it was and uh, jenna just never really felt at home and now she walks around this house and she's so excited she's like we get to live in it and she'd been calling it the flashlight house forever but mm -hmm. she told me yeah she said the other day she says it's not the flashlight house anymore it's just our new house awesome Awesome. She's very happy. She loves it. And her princess room, she walked in and saw it. I don't remember if we talked about that on the last show, but she, uh, maybe we didn't. I don't think we did. Yeah. I don't think she'd seen it. I walked her in there and, and turned on the light and uncovered her eyes and she looked around and all she saw was the walls of pink. Mm -hmm. And she's just, <sighs> and you know, I could have stopped right there. I didn't even have to do all the stuff I did up high. But it, but she looked at it and looked at it and she saw her bed and she saw her dresser and she goes and looks in her dresser drawers and you could just tell she was like, this is my room. Mm -hmm. This is my security. This is cool. And finally she looks up and she sees the clouds and she sees the little uh, light and, and, and I said, Jenna, this is your princess room. And she's like, wow. And she just couldn't, she didn't even know what to say. And uh, <clears throat> actually when she finally did speak, she says... She looks at her bed and she says, um, that's, I, that's not my princess bed. We need to get my princess stuff because she has the sheets mm -hmm. and yeah, the all that. But then later on in the day, she just ran up to me and gave me such a big hug. She says, this house is so beautiful. She's three years old. This house mm -hmm. is so beautiful. You work very hard. And, that's, and she keeps saying that even now. Like yeah. it's been a few days and she's just, she says that every night. You work very, very hard. So she's a good one. I put I put shades in today. Put nine of them in, all over the house. Probably ten actually. And uh, 
put one in Jenna's room and she's like, ah, now the sun won't be in my eyes. I know, because she's been waking up pretty stinking early with the uh, sun. Because the sun is just perfectly pivoted through that window. Straight into her eyes. Her up at 7.30 every stinking morning. Mm-hmm. So Which we'll is, see. it's good in one way, because she's wanting to go to bed by 8 she's now. asking to go to bed. Yes, and it used to be a struggle to get her in bed by 9. Can I go to bed now? <laughs> Can somebody take pity? You know, sign you have bad parents when the three-year-old's asking to go to bed. Definitely bad parents. But uh, it's been awesome. I mean, it's it, love the house. It's great. Looking forward to going back to work today. Found out last night, I had President's Day off. That's right. So the universe just doesn't want me to go to work, apparently. No, maybe someday you'll go back. Tomorrow morning, perhaps. Maybe they'll let you come back. Maybe, perhaps. Never know. Lost is back on. Mm-hmm. Seen a few episodes of that. One. We're two behind. Yeah. Because cable came out, installed it, didn't or so he said. He leaves. We have no internet. I don't understand why he didn't check it. Oh, I'm not going to name any names. Comcast. But, uh... Uh, and you don't have choice in cable, so it's not like it's bad advertising. No, it's not like you can tell them, I'm going to, you know, like Walmart, when I worked at Walmart, they're mm-hmm. like, I'm going to Kmart, like we cared. Yeah. But at least you could say that, but you can't do that with Comcast. You can't, I'm going with Time Warner. You know, it's just yeah, not you, an option. You have no choice. And, and they know it. That. They know it. Oh, they're awful. It's like government employees. I don't like it at all. Boo. I know, and then we spent an hour with them on the phone for them to tell us that if if they sent another technician out, we would have to pay for it if it was our fault. Ugh. You know what I love is how they make you reboot your computer every time you do anything. And all you have to do is right click and, and like repair your connection. It mm-hmm. releases your IP and gives you a new one. Or you could go through IP config slash, you know, dash renew and, and do that. I mean, you knew that, right? Yeah. Well, I knew about the repair thing. Yeah. I didn't know about the IP But they config. make you reboot. Even they just on a think everybody... It's stupid. They do. You know why? Because they're reading the off of a checklist. Yeah. And they don't know anything about computers. They know less than you do. That's because true. you know what they call a browser? What? The internet. <laughs> they're like, why don't you go ahead and click on the internet? I'm like, okay. I'm going to click on a cloud. I'm going to click on a big fluffy cloud called the internet. It's this so internet thing. It's on my computer. Internet Explorer is the internet. Firefox yeah. is the internet. No, no. They don't even know about all Firefox. Ah! Brain will explode. That, that would be why. Well, and then they try, They kept trying to pull the wireless um, router was the problem. Yeah. A Linksys router. It standard takes, for years. You can't, you can't expect it to work immediately. Bull. It wouldn't even work it's plugged a, in. It's a wireless router. Why wouldn't it work? Well, anyway, this new guy came out today, Monday morning, Monday afternoon, 3, 3.30. Because they tell you any time between 12 and 5, boy, I wish I could do crap like that. Yeah. That'd be fun. Like make I'll, an appointment at the doctor. I'll show up sometime between 12 and 5. Yeah, we'll just let you know, sir. Yeah. But anyway, he shows up at 3.30. Oh, and before he shows up, he calls me. And he's like, I'm not, I just finished lunch. I'm probably not going to get out there till 3.30. Do, does your internet still not work? like it never worked it never worked he's like oh it stopped working i'm like it never worked yeah the internet stopped working it all stopped working it's terrible you got to get it repaired get that internet fixed <laughs> it worked it worked when our it, access to the internet is broken sir i don't even understand how that guy walked out of here without checking to see if it I don't actually know, he was worked. a very happy man he was a nice man he was a great guy he just didn't give us any internet he just didn't care. he didn't even leave me with any paperwork 
Did this guy? No. Come to think of it, no, he didn't. As long as he didn't take any money. But um, <coughs> we finally do have internet. We got wireless internet. I mean, I I told him it was the router, our modem rather, and they plugged in a new modem. PC light came on. We got internet. But he still spent two hours here, and that still baffles well, me. Well, that's because he had to switch the router over. He had to, oh. and he couldn't. He didn't know how to do it, and he was trying to call somebody at the office, and they wouldn't call him back. Uh-huh. It's kind of like a full circle thing. It's nice to know if they're going to keep you on hold for an hour, that they do it to their own people too. They have no love for their people, apparently. No, apparently not. Independent contractors, I guess. I don't know. He was wearing a Comcast shirt. He was a great guy, nice guy. He had a Comcast truck. He even had uh, traffic cones. He sure did, boy. He blocked off the street for that truck. And they there was a flashing light. Woo! Everybody in the whole neighborhood knows that the new people that bought the crap house has Comcast cable, yo. Like we had a choice. <laughs> but anyway, the, the, the thing is, it's good to be legitimate internet users now. We're not hacking off the, uh, <laughs> the unsecured Linksys. Uh, internet that was somewhere in the neighborhood which really backfired on me yeah it did um i think it's the house behind us actually oh. a little rundown number behind us um there because i i went closer to that side of the house and instead of two red bars i got mm-hmm. three yellow ones oh. and my internet kind of got a little better i think it's them and it did backfire on you because jen you get on your gmail Oh, you want me to tell? tell I was pausing for you to. Yeah. Oh, I got on my Gmail and it said that that it had been compromised or something, and I needed to. uh, Your account had been locked, dear. Yeah. They thought you were like a spammer hacker person. They wouldn't let me on. And it's because your Google Talk, which you have installed, had been logging off and logging on and logging off and logging on every time. Because my internet connection was not steady. It wasn't a good connection. Yeah, you had no bars. I had two. Yeah, it went from very low to to no signal constantly. Tomorrow, I mean, have you been able to get on it since? Yeah. Oh, okay. I got on it tonight. Google loves you? Yes, they do. They do. So Jen's not a Probably once we turned off Google Talk, it it reset it. Took a little break. Took a little sigh of relief and said, Shoo, I was really hoping Jennifer was not a hacker. I, I really enjoyed interfacing with her. I was a little angry with Google for a second. No, it's not their fault that you're a hacker. I'm not a hacker. Spammer. It's not my fault that there's unsecured wireless networks out there. Yeah. Thank God for unsecured wireless networks. Thanks for sharing, peeps, whoever you are in our neighborhood. But there's a lot of secured ones. A little disappointed in that. Yeah, there's some. Matter of fact, I want to read them. Because um, I was I was really uh, <coughs> I was really interested in some of the names of the, S, the SSIDs of our, of our local uh, area here. Linksys, of course. Um, I love this one. Jeff... Dash Holly. So there are two people in our neighborhood named Jeff and Holly. Mm-hmm. So we just need to find them, stalk them. Uh, there's a lot of defaults like uh, GS and two wire, nine four eight, two wire, two wire. A lot of people, two wire. Um, then there's the Linksys that's unsecured. And then there's ours. It's called My Precious. Because it is precious to us. It you. is precious to us, and it's uh, obviously a uh, Tolkien reference there from Lord of the Rings. It's the one the one internet connection to rule them all. That's exactly right, baby. Wireless G all the way. So uh, there was actually on my other computer, there was a lot more. Yeah, it kind of goes in and out because I got a really long list a couple of times. There's one just called Upstairs. <laughs> so yeah. I'm wondering, do these people... 
have two have two wireless modems why in their house you have two? there's not a house that big Maybe. but i guess there's a wireless router that bad to where you would need to i put there's a, here's one called customer id that i just found i love that one and then there's a there's one called hp setup and it's an ad hoc so somebody's got their uh, laptop out there repeating their their connection somewhere in this area it might even be you really do you have an hp computer no yours is a, a toshiba yeah you bought it you should know but uh yeah upstairs that's the best one upstairs <laughs> maybe that's where their modem is yeah well that's where ours is but i know that you're supposed to put your 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 modem the highest in the house and because those those rays of wi-fi come down more than they go up why is that i don't know but i know i'm down here that thing's up three levels above us mm-hmm. in our in our bedroom we're down in a basement through two floors basically of wood and um i've got i've got all bars brand new wood by the way yeah so um i'm thinking oh 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 let's uh let's do ask jen okay jen's favorite part we have two questions today two well i'm impressed because it has and we have a voicemail for you too so we'll do that after that this one is from maryland and oh no no i'm sorry uh no, this is from G. Smith. I'm sorry. Brand new listener. He says, Hey, James and Jen, I just started uh, listening two days ago, but I've been very sick, so I was un- I was able to catch up on your most recent episode. I have an Ask Jen question. James, you can answer it too if you want. Oh, uh, no, no, no. Can't have that. That is not part of the segment. What are your most favorite and least favorite parts about moving into the new house? Your most favorite part. My most favorite part has been the Whirlpool tub. Oh, yeah. It's something I didn't even think about that we were getting a Whirlpool tub. It is wonderful. So we've got the corner tub. It is great. With the jets and the bubbles. My least favorite part right now is the fact that my kitchen's torn up. Yeah, well, it shouldn't be tomorrow. No, David's going to fix it tomorrow. Okay, my favorite part about moving in has been Jenna's um, security level. Love that my girl's very happy and uh, not scared in her own home. She she loves going home. Remember before when we'd yeah. say, where are we going? She'd go, say, where are we going? We're going home. She'd cry and just yeah. complain. Hate and now we're like, home. we're going home. She's like, yay! She even told me that on the way back from Chili's last night. She was like, I said, we're going home. She's like, or I said, we're going to the Flashlight House. And she told me a slightly modified version of what she said to you earlier. She says, it's not called a Flashlight House. It's just our home. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. So that's been my favorite part. My least favorite part about moving into the new house um, is that I didn't get as much finished as I wanted to get done. And it's stressing my wife out a little bit. Because one of the things that isn't done is the uh, baby's uh, room. I got it painted. And you could technically start using it now, but I had some more stuff I wanted to do in there mm-hmm. to kind of decorate it to make it more of a nursery because Jenna's nursery was pretty special and um, had a chair rail and some decorations and stuff to look like a poo room. Well, I want to do the baby's room up to look like the bedroom in Toy Story. Mm-hmm. And so I painted them walls blue, a very unique kind of blue right off the, the movie. Bright blue. And if I don't put the white, if you watch the movie, there's white wainscoting um, from about waist level down. 
if I don't put that in there, <laughs> that's, that's an awful lot of blue. And, yeah. Uh, so I've got to get it finished. I got to get that done. And uh, some things just kind of went down that d- d- didn't allow me to get as much done as possible. Well, the flooring took a lot longer, and it <laughs> kept you guys from being able to do some of the painting. Yeah, on some did. of the days it did. That was a big chunk of it because when when the flooring guys came, I thought it was going to be like two guys. They'd be working in one room at a time, but when they came in, there was four of them, and they kind of took over the entire house. And it took them a long time to do. Steps. And we had to do a lot of things that just didn't didn't uh we had to stay out of their way to do yeah so anyway that's that's my answer to that question here's another one uh for jen ask jen this is from Marilyn. she asked what is your favorite book now last week we asked uh you know what kind of books do you like and all that kind of stuff in your series but what's been your favorite book that you've ever read no i think i'm sorry about no that's that fine day. think about it Right off the top of your head, what's the favorite book you've ever read? Don't let the pigeons stay up late. <laughs> I like that book because it's short. <laughs> Except Jenna kept saying the pigeon should have a hot dog party. <laughs> Jenna's on the side <laughs> of the pigeon. Yeah, Jenna, Jenna doesn't want to tell the pigeon to go to bed. Um, my favorite book. Well, while you're thinking about that, why don't you answer the question? I just can't think of one. Like, just well, just name a few then. Okay. What's in your favorite book that you've read recently? Um, you people and your questions, Marilyn. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. I blame you. Well, I definitely super impressed. It wasn't real recent with the uh, last Harry Potter book. Hmm. Because very, very, very rarely am I happy. Especially the end of a series. Ah, I gotcha. They actually, she actually tied it up better than I have ever seen any author. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I like that Harry and Jenny got together, got married, had a kid. And that Ron and Hermione were married. Mm Mm-hmm. I, you I just probably shouldn't say that. What if someone? No. <gasps> oh think all of no! If they haven't read that book by now, they yeah, deserve to have the spoiler. So I'm not apologizing. I'm staying. But I up. do. I I appreciate authors who really are good and uh, are able to so give you a good, satisfying. I've got to put this out there as a follow up question. What do you think about the recent antics where she announced that uh, Gandalf, not Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> You're a little stuck show. on Lord on the Rings. Um, Lord on the Range. Um, Lord of the Rings. Uh, that that that. What's his name? Did she announce that, or was that just a rumor? She mentioned it. That Dumbledore. He, that Dumbledore was gay. That she always thought of him as being gay. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. You think it was a publicity stunt, just to get some some interest in the in the series again? I. I don't know. I, I mean, never got that impression. He wasn't gay in the book. Well, I mean, there was they nothing didn't. about any of that in in anything. Like, no. either way, hetero or homo or whatever. No, he was just he wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't like he was married either. It wasn't like he, he had a girlfriend. Yeah, was, he was never. He never had he a just crush was the on Snape. He never know? had a crush on the fat chick from the the mean lady. What was her name? D- D- Umbridge. Yeah. You know, there was just he was just a guy. But did she really say that, or did did other people try to generate that? I think she actually said it, Jen. Okay. Makes me sad that you would have to bring anything like that into a series sexuality at all. 
Yeah, because it was there was none of that in that. It was a great thing about the series too. It's just unnecessary. If you were going to put it in there, put it in there. But to add it later, ridiculous. Or to just say I thought of that. Yeah. Well, I'd just be like saying anything that Harry all always I thought of him with red hair. Yeah, it's just it's unnecessary. He didn't have red hair. Nope. Didn't have red hair in the movie. Didn't have red hair in the book. Doesn't really matter. So anyway, if you have a question for Jen. You can send it to geeklovesnerd at gmail.com with the subject, Ask Jen. Thank you so much. We have a voicemail. I'd like to play that right now. So um, listen up. Here we go. Hi, James and Jen. This is Rachel calling in from the Girls Night End podcast and the Sims 2 Challenges podcast. Just listen to your most recent episode and had something to suggest to Jen as a non-gamer who likes to play video games. That's you. Um, it is actually my personal favorite, in case you hadn't guessed, uh, it's The Sims 2. Uh, it is a great game, especially because you don't really need eye-hand coordination. You need some strategy, but it's uh, it's very... Uh, you don't need a lot of eye-hand coordination, is what I'm trying to say. It is a lot of fun. appeals to your uh, nerds, I would say. I am a nerd. So, uh, yeah, and most people I know play it are because it's strategy and it's a lot of fun. And uh, if you need any help or if you want more information on it, just uh, let me know and I'll call in See, again. See, that's nice. Uh, keep up the great work, guys. I love your show. And uh, good luck at my house. Oh, goodness. I know. I've been in your shoes. All right. Bye. Okay. Well, thanks, Rachel. Rachel uh, from Girls Night In Podcast and uh, Sims 2 Challenges Podcast as well. She's suggesting that you... Uh, Start playing Sims 2. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. It costs money to play that. You have to it buy. It does. Well, it's not online, but you have to buy the game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I did play a little bit of it recently. And uh, it's not my style of game, but it's, it might be up your alley. The only thing I wonder about is it more involved than... Than what you want it to be. I think with Sims 2, it can be as involving or as simple as you want it to mm-hmm. be. Because you control how many people you're working with and what their ages are and what their needs are and if they're you know if you want don't want to clean up after somebody make them a neat freak you know that kind mm-hmm. of thing so uh, I don't know try it out if it's like 20 bucks I say I'd buy it for you and just but just if it was see. 50 I'm going to say you need to uh, you need to know that you're going to play that game before you right. get it right problem I have with games is I I get interested and then I lose interest but. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we get off? Mm-hmm. Anything big? I mean, we moved in, and Jenna's happy, and place is a mess, and I put up ceiling fans and blinds, and got a million things to do still. I know, but We're I'm amazed. I'm amazed that the little things are making a big difference. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't seem like we have as much to do as we did. Here's here's one more thing I'll say. Because this house has really been awesome for me because I grew up in a house that wasn't very clean, wasn't very nice, and those are understatements. Yeah. Um, This house had a lot of the characteristics of the house I grew up in. Stinky, smelly, yucky. We've fixed this up. So this has been like a cleansing thing for me. It's been like redeeming. It's been like doing what I always wanted to do with the house I grew up in. Mm Mm-hmm. And... uh, Today I put up blinds. I've mentioned that several times. Right. And in one situation, okay, I'm taking down blinds from the people that lived here before that did things that were just wrong. You could just tell they put them up wrong. And in the bathroom, 
there's a part of the blinds um, where the window's not as wide because tile is wrapped into the windowsill. So right. obviously the width of the window is a little smaller. They had bought blinds that were too small for the window who shoved them in there and made it work somehow. I bought the right size blinds and today I pulled, I, I disconnected the bottom of the blinds. I took out several slats. I took off the bottom piece and I took them out to my saw and I cut a little bit off the edge of both of those slats and the bottom piece. I put the whole thing back together to where that thing, when you let it down, they custom fit mm-hmm. right inside that smaller space. And they look really good. And when you fold them down, when you when you move the slats with a little rod, they work perfectly. And you know, it's those little tiny things that give me so much gratification because something like that would have never been done in my home as a child. Never. And that thing would have always just kind of like one side would have fit in and and the other side would have been jacked up and somebody would have pulled on it and something would have broke and then the whole thing would have just been hanging there and, and, you know, they would have thrown a blanket over it or something later on. And and it's just, oh, it's so easy to do. It took me five minutes to do it right. And we'll be able to enjoy that forever. Yes, we will. So, uh, Too bad not everything is that easy to fix, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, peeps, thanks for uh, thanks for doing a show for me, Jen, at uh, 1130 at night. No, I'm tired. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll get it out there to you folks. In the meantime, if uh, you'd like to, check us out online at geeklovesnerd.com. Send us an email to geeklovesnerd at gmail.com. Phone us at 206-600-5704. You can also visit our forums through geeklovesnerd.com or just go on over to nobody's listening uh, .net nlcast.com and click on forums there is a geek loves nerd section right there in the forums let us know what you thought about this or any episode and uh, you can also email me if you want to you can no it's ask Jen only don't mm. don't try to make it into the section I'm, I'm like one of the hosts and, and I'm the producer and director I have my own section mm. don't mess with it <laughs> It's the only reason I still do this podcast. Ooh, wow. So it's all about you. But anyway, in the meantime, I loved you. Loved you too. Nerd loves geek.